All right, Ulysses, it's 2023. But before we forge ahead into this new year, let's look back at the best and worst from the race season from 2022. Let's do that. Happy New Year, folks. But let's remember what happened in 2022 starting right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we are the host of the Locked On Rays podcast. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to to subscribe to that YouTube channel of ours at Locked On Rays, in addition to checking out all the other usual podcasting platforms as well. You're also more than welcome to send us an email or voice memo to LockedOnRays at gmail.com. All right, Ulysses, you said it. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to all the listeners, both longtime and new listeners. Uh, we hope that it's a great year for you and for the Tampa Bay Rays as well. Uh, but before we have fun with uh, 2023, we got to look back. We got to take a look back, see if you will, uh, from 2022, our best and worst, best Rays moment from 2022 and worst Rays moment from 2022. And we also have some listener interjections as well on the best and worst. Um, Ulysses, what would you rather start with? Worst or best from this past season with the Rays? I think we gotta we gotta pick it up. So let's start low and then so we can end on a happy note. What do you think? We should start with the worst with the negative first. I'm cool with it. Let's do it. Let's let's go with that. So what is your worst moment or moment from this past year in rest to the race? <sighs> the worst moment it's a conglomeration of 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 tiny little moments uh okay. but for me it's it's just the lack of combined production from three rookies that we were expecting a whole lot more from them uh, taylor walls with right. Bruhan and josh Lowe. Uh, you know they had a lot of pressure on them uh the front office did not really have a backup plan uh, of, of veteran leaders if 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 the uh, young guys did not produce and they did not produce and then they didn't have backup and then they had a lot more yeah. ABs because of injuries and they didn't perform even though they were given time and time again opportunities here and there so I know a lot of people that will never once utter anything negatively about the race will just point out the I word injuries right but I mean you can say injuries this and injuries that, but it's it's not like the Phillies didn't lose a two-time MVP award winner and they kept going, right? I mean, it's everybody had injuries. Yeah. So I, I, I get it, but th something else should have been done. Right, I agree. And following up off that a little bit, that, that was actually something that was my, uh, I guess, B worst moment, if you will. It, it's so funny where... It was a situation where, I mean, we we kind of all bought into the hype train of Vidal Bruhan, Josh Lowe, and Taylor Walls. And you would think, I mean, just the um, just being a, a gambling man, if you will, that you know you got three highly touted prospects. One of those has to hit, and I mean, Taylor Walls did hit 
not literally, but hit defensively. So he produced in, in that realm, but you absolutely needed more from both of the, uh, all, all three of those guys. And uh, the lane was open for them with, with some of the trades that the Rays made and the injuries that they had, like the opportunity was there for them to produce and they just did not show it. So um, hopefully 2023 is uh, much stronger and uh, better for them. That remains to be seen as of right now. My stock is sort of low on them uh, as far as that's concerned, but uh, kind of tied into that, um, the the lack of offense from the trio there. Um, my worst from uh, the Rays 2022 season, and maybe it's a little unfair and maybe it's recency bias, but I go back to the best of three wild card series against the Cleveland Guardians, where the Rays scored a grand total of Uno runs in 24 innings, 24 innings yep. of play. You had the 15 innings in game two and the nine innings in game one. Now, in fairness, flip side, uh, the Guardians offense wasn't that much better as, uh, you know, they scored, I guess, uh, three runs total uh, across those two games. And again, I mean, we can. I, I I get the the defense of the Rays in the sense of, yeah, you had Shane Bieber in game one and you had Tristan McKenzie in game two. And basically half the lineup was rookies at different points of those series. You didn't have Austin Meadows. You didn't have Nelson Cruz. You didn't have Brandon Lau. You didn't have Kevin Kiermaier, Mike Zanino. Um, but uh one run in 20 one run in 24 innings doesn't cut it i'll just leave it at that and the excuse of like well you had bieber and mckenzie uh, if if there are race fans that are actually using that as like well you know the, the, the pitching was really tough who do you expect to win against in the playoffs yeah well i mean it's uh, all good you're all you're always gonna have a good one two for the most part if not a three and a four always always so like that can't be an excuse like that's a, a that's a fact you're going to be facing good pitchers so you can't just say well it was really tough pitching well yeah what do you expect supply right. offs supply yeah. offs and, and especially a team that you're facing that is built like that in pitching and defense just like right just like the rays were so uh yeah that, that was um i think it, it did a lot of this in to have a a very tough off season for 2022 yes. uh because the way that the season ended and and then just the the off season itself the hot stove has not been hot at all i get it zach efflin is a terrific pickup i right. think it's, he's going to be great um kelly very cool he he might be a, a, an arm in the bullpen in the stable but that, I mean, yeah, you got better. Those guys don't swing bats. And it's offensive. The offensive side of the ball is what hurt the Rays in 2022. You've done nothing to help that. I get it. The team right now, the pitching is better. We all agree with that. But right. you have to do something with the bats. I understand there are, what, six and a half more weeks of of offseason left to to do some right. trades and, and free agency before the spring training uh pitchers and catchers report but uh it's no wonder there's a i think at least for me personally this offseason has just been that has done nothing to amp yeah. me up i think that the stove is broken on the raise end of things 
Uh, it's yeah. not a hot stove. It's an inoperable stove, if you will. And yeah. going back to the the series against the Guardians uh, again, and and we focused on this after the series, but your big three: Yandi, Wander, Randy. In Game One, they went 0 for 12, combined 0 for 12 with six strikeouts. Game Two wasn't that much better. They combined those three combined two for 16. Uh, which equates to a 125 average, and I mean, all told, in that <laughs> that marathon of a of a game too, um, in terms of uh, number of innings not in runs scored, uh, the Rays uh, went six for 49 with 20 strikeouts. And the two hits you're you're talking about during the second game, two for 16. One of them was an infield hit by Randy uh, Rosarena. So it's yeah, not like they were scorching. I mean, like yeah. just, just the worst type of offensive approach and results were those two games. And say sample size this, sample size that. It was it was still bad. It was still bad. Yes. And and yeah. other teams have the same amount of at bats and opportunities in the playoffs. It's who can right. come up with, with with those hits. You know, they didn't. Yeah. All right, I'm glad we got the worst out of the uh, the way so we can move on and, and go to a more positive note with the best uh, from 2022. But before we do that, we got to tell you about betonline.net. Betonline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. It's where you get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college bowl season to basketball and the World Cup. It is all covered at betonline.net. Uh, it is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. So head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online. It is where the game starts. All right, Ulysses, let's move on to the best raise moment or moments from 2022, in our opinions. Uh, what do you have? What what topped out for you? We talked so much about injuries in this episode already and throughout the 2022 season. It was very nice to finally flip the narrative on, oh, this guy's out for the season. Oh, this guy's going to be out for six weeks. Oh, we don't know if they're going to come back. When we get Tyler Glass now back before yeah. the playoffs, that was the best moment. And, and in many ways, at least for me, because the first the reversal of the injury uh, narrative Awesome to break that uh, on, on his head. Second, he comes back and he was basically untouchable, Kevin. I mean, yeah, yeah. he gave up that home run in Boston. But, I mean, it, when the lights were brightest against Cleveland in in um, in, in the wild card game, he, he was he was basically right. perfect, man. I mean, he, he looked so good. Everything was so sharp. Five innings of, 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 I think, 80 pitches. I mean, he just looked terrific. He looked exactly how you would have wanted him to look in a best case scenario this whole time. So I think that for me was the best case scenario. And lastly, it gives a good outlook for 2023, right? It gives you now a, okay, who's on the rotation. Oh, oh, you oh, Glasnow's at the top. Oh, Shane McClanahan. Ooh, Jeffrey Springs. Ooh, Dras Drew Rasmussen. Ooh, Zach Eflin. Like you look around the league yes. and it's very difficult to come up with three maybe four rotations that could bet that could beat the race one right now. Yeah. Uh, maybe great minds think alike because that was also my best moment from 2022 for the race. Uh, Tyler glass now making his return in late September, 14 months 
after Tommy John surgery, which is uh, 60 weeks or 412 days, whichever way you want to look at it. He hadn't pitched since August 4th, 2021 in a big league game. And again, that, that debut or that return, if you will. Yeah. I know it was only three innings pitch, but you saw vintage glass. Now it looked like he hadn't missed a beat. It wasn't, Oh, he's only topping out at 94, 95, 96. No, it was 99 at the top of the zone. It was 93 mile an hour sliders at the bottom of the zone. It was, uh, 84 mile per hour hammer 12 six curveballs you saw everything that you wanted and needed to see from tyler glass now which just should be a really really encouraging sight no matter how many innings um you know whether it's 100 125 150 innings that he provides in 2023 just having a, a hopefully a healthy glass now for that year is is huge and and i think also what a real real smart move for the Rays before prior to him making his return was making sure he was locked up with that contract extension and making sure that his mind was at ease and not thinking about, okay, what's, what's my status going to be? How much, how much am I going to make an arbitration knowing that, okay, he's going to get paid this coming year and he's going to get paid big, big, big time in the following year. So having that stability and, and that ease for him, uh, I think really counts for something. And and it was probably a good omen if you're a Rays fan, knowing that, okay, the Rays are giving him, they're showing confidence in him a, a month, month and a half uh, before he, he steps on the mound again. Okay. I, I think glass now is going to be able to do some things when he returns. And I love that you mentioned the contract, because I think that's one of the things that we don't mention enough is it's the human side of, of, of baseball. Yeah. Uh, they want to know where they're going to be playing. They want to know how, you know, people like knowing things before they happen so they can prepare and knowing that he can be in Tampa Bay for the next two years. And I know, I know, I know we might a little bit disagree on this on whether he will be traded or not. I'm right. on a, I'm a staunch believer that he's not going anywhere. Like uh, after you not, signed not the that, entire, the thing- so not even, not even a, a deadline deal. He is staying all the way through 2024. The only way I see him being dealt in 2024 when he's making $25 million is if the Rays are out of contention. Now, mm-hmm. I don't think that that is going to happen. Could it happen? Sure. But I think that's the only way that he gets traded in the, de- in the during the deadline in 2024 is if the Rays are just not doing well. I mean, if they look like right. the Red Sox from 2022. You know, just just a bad all around team that's not doing anything, and I don't think the Rays are going to do that in 2024. So, yeah, you know why why trade him? So I think that that human element uh, could ease some stress, could ease some anxiety, could ease some all of the things that you don't talk about when when you're mentioning uh, an MLB player. It's, it's it's knowing oh I I'm going to live here. Oh I can if if I have a relationship like oh okay it's going yeah. to be here. Like all of the things that you don't talk about. I think that's that's huge when you when you, when you sign that contract, especially an organization like the Rays, which is very transactional happy. That's yes. another thing that really I mean, it they have shown time and time again. We for the most part don't care about the name on the back of the jersey as mm-hmm. much as other organizations and franchises throughout baseball and throughout all of sports as well. So, um, so that was big too. Um, and 
I, I got to give credit to Mark Topkin because he did write a tremendous article in Tyler Glasnow's return where he got quotes from several players and coaches on what it means to have Glasnow back. And one that really stuck out to me was from uh, reliever Dustin Knight, who I don't think is any longer on the team. I'm not sure about that. Uh, I can't. Uh, he's definitely not on the 40, man. I, I know that. Yeah. Uh, he said of, of Glasnow, he is unhuman. His stuff is just probably the most purest nastiest stuff i've ever seen he looks like a guy who's ready to go out and pitch the seventh game of the world series that was uh, as he was getting back and ready to return to the big league so uh, that was a, a cool little quote i thought anyway there um now a little uh a little um side note uh, we agree on the tyler glass now making his return uh to the big league club just as sort of an honorable mention here uh in the reason it, it probably slipped under the radar uh, was because it happened in January of 2022. So uh, seemingly years and years ago, uh, but the MLB <laughs> yeah. executive council nixing the sister city plan. I didn't need to throw that out in the uh, best raise moments of 2022. I mean, yes. hopefully it doesn't lead to the Rays relocating to Nashville, but the whole Montreal, St. Petersburg, Montreal, Tampa idea is donezo. Yeah, we needed that to be done and dead, and and it was good to get that out of the way before the season started, and when and yeah. knowing that hey, that wasn't going to happen. I think it's a terrific honorable mention, Kevin, because that was causing a lot of uh, animosity between uh, you know the 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 ownership and and the fandom, uh, especially right. when you're talking about putting billboards inside the trop during a playoff run of a team that's yeah. winning a hundred games, like. Maybe completely whiffed on that. But you know what you don't have to whiff at is if you want something healthy and delicious, you can go get yourself a Built Bar because it's a delicious treat that doesn't give you all the fat and calories. So what makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're all covered in 100% real chocolate. I've told you that a thousand times. Yes, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable, unbelievable Flavors such as peanut butter brownie, coconut almond, and many, many more. So what you need to do is go to built.com, okay? And you're going to use promo code uh, built15, okay? Locked on 15 at built.com, and that's going to get you 15% off on the website for anything that you order, okay? These are delicious. Only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. You are going to love this, but... If you don't want to go to built.com, you can now get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. Okay, so you, you go to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, and you can grab yourself a box of built bars. You can pick up a four bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. You can do that starting right now in 2023. So today, go get yourself something healthy, tasty, and delicious. All right. Yeah. You, you mentioned billboards. Uh, the only, I, I think uh, the Rays need to put a built bar billboard at the trop uh, beginning in 2023. They need to get on that pronto. Yeah. Um, all right. Getting to some listener comments on best and worst from the Rays 2022 season. Uh, R. Hill says best KK walk off home run against the Red Sox. Worst scoring just one run in the playoffs. Uh, so very good points there. Uh, Arginus Rashad says best Isak Paredes two home run game versus X team, the Tigers 
In the worst, Luis Patino's disastrous start versus the Yankees in New York City. Woof. That's a good worst. That's a good worst because he had just come off, like, I think two starts prior to that, his best one at the Trop. He looked like an electrico. Like, he looked like yeah. what we all want Luis to be. And then that last start at Yankee Stadium, good one, Argenis. That was that was rough to watch, for sure. Yeah, I believe uh, nine earned runs in an in, inning and a third. Yeah, something uh, some, something ridiculous Patino. that doesn't make sense. Yeah. 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 Um, and not surprising, the Rays did lose that game that Luis Patino <laughs> yeah. started or pitched uh, yeah. against the Yankees. Um, then Chris Snyder says, uh, best Paredes three homer game. Uh, who was that against? Because he had the was, two homer game. I, I was at that game, the three homer game. Okay. It was against the New York Yankees. It was great. It was a victory. I think it, five to four, if I'm not mistaken. I think Aaron Judge okay. flew out to left field to end the game, and everybody was like, "Oh no!" And then you know it was caught at the warning track. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Chris says the worst is not finding a space for Longo. Of course, he means Evan Longoria signing a, I think, a $4 million deal uh, with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, I'll say this. I mean, it takes two to tango. Maybe Longo just wanted to I think he's got a home in Arizona and the spring training deal. Like maybe he didn't he didn't he wasn't quite ready to leave the West Coast as of yet. Well, funny, funny that you say that because I w I saw this Instagram post that somebody commented like on. I think he he went to a lightning game with his kids. Like I think okay, very, I did hear very that recently, yeah. maybe four days ago or something like that. And somebody said, "Oh, I wish you could have been a Ray uh, this year. Come come back to to being a Ray." And then he actually answered that fan, and he said, oh. "We did all we could. We did all we could." So much, so much to dive into in those in, in those few words. We did all we could. So you're telling me that if he's signing a one year, four or five million dollar deal, the Rays can't match that. Of course, they can. The issue right. is I don't think the Rays want to match that because of the offensive production that they could get from other guys like Gandhi, Isaac Paredes, etc. But yeah. it's it was odd. It, and it. it I did like that he responded to that because he wants to say to the fandom, I wanted to come back. It was on them. I think mm. that's what he, yeah, it was on them. It was on the front office for me to not yeah. return. I, we did all we could. We did all we could. Well, in that case, uh, the Rays better get on it with adding a lefty bat or some sort of impressive bat that, uh, I mean, better outproduce what Evan Longoria can produce at age 37 besides not to mention the nostalgic and historical factor of what Longoria would provide. But, and uh, we got some interesting mailbag questions about some possibilities, but I would think um, you better do something that, that moves the needle um, for striking out or not landing a deal with Evan Longoria, so to speak. So, um, they, they could have done that with, uh, you know, a Michael Brantley or a Josh Bell. So it remains to be seen what over the course of January and February they have up their sleeve. Maybe it's a big time trade. I don't know. Maybe there, there's somebody else out there on the market that we haven't really given enough thought to. Um, but, uh, you, you gotta do something. I mean, you gotta add some sort of offensive piece, I would think. 
this is not going to make or break the the race season in 2023 because they didn't pursue Longo. By the way, right? It's not gonna. It's not gonna be. It's not. We always talked. He's not about, an eight war player anymore. Right. Exactly. We always talked about his biggest thing would be a fan first interaction boost. You know, yeah. uh, the billboards wandering him like. We always that was the first thing, and the second thing is that he can still match lefties. Uh, it's not maybe right. something that the Rays immediately need as a first uh, order of things, uh, but you know, <laughs> I know there's time. No time to freak out yet. Six and a half weeks until pitchers, pitchers and catchers report. But if you if if you are not going for Longo for the for that um, ethos pathos, you know, emotional attachment to the fan base. Don't 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 you dare give me something like uh you know Dave I mean I, I liked David David Peralta but don't you be yeah. bringing somebody like David Peralta and 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 expect us to clap Yeah but I think that's what they're going to do is something like that I think that's it's, what they're thinking of it I mean that's what you have as far as available options which so. which is so not going to change the needle. And I know again the people that are they, that are just like seals and clap at everything that the Rays do without saying anything negatively. Um, you you oh Wander going to be healthy. Uh, Brandon Lau is going to be healthy. Everybody, you know, you can't. We could have been saying that after twenty twenty one, people. Right. And then those things didn't happen. What what makes you think that oh everything's going to be just jolly fine in twenty twenty three? Like no depth. Depth, depth. Yep. You need depth. The Rays, if the Rays added David Peralta today, uh, they would go from maybe being projected to win 86 games to maybe 86.8 games. That's probably, that's moving the needle. Yep. Ever so slightly. Yeah. So, so semantics. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. 100%. All right. Uh, thank you for making the Locked on Rays podcast your very first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Locked on MLB Prospects podcast. That is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe. And we will talk to you on Wednesday with a mailbag episode.